1: Welcome to the Transcontinental Terror Express Thanksgiving Bonus Edition for Terror Tuesday. I'm Captain Radio. What a Thanksgiving dessert buffet of audio drama horror we have spread for you to enjoy. First, the Transcontinental Terror Express takes the rails again, transporting you through an amalgam of four tales of terror that range from chilling speculative derangement pudding to downright blood-curdling mincemeat pie, all wrapped in a fun Mutual Audio Networks 40s-style action-horror-movie-popcorn-chapter serial. Following that... Please remain boarded, but take a brief refreshment break, then return to your seats as Terror Tuesday continues with three more thrillers hosted by Jeff Billard. I am excited! So let's begin!
2: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance
3: Ivers Portal, Open, Quantum Encryption, Established. Enter.
4: BR. Panoptes, this is Hermes. Panoptes, this is Hermes.
5: Panoptes here, Hermes. I read of another incident at an anonymous Teppanyaki grill in Little Tokyo. Was it?
4: Yes. <sighs> Clearly the hungry one again. It materialized, swallowed two victims whole, and dematerialized.
5: Please tell me we learned something new and useful?
4: Little, I'm afraid, but for the first time, one of those swallowed reappeared, and he was another creative innovator type.
5: What fascinates this hideous monstrosity so with such people? Did the survivors speak?
4: Before his traumatized memory collapsed into amnesia, and before we could learn no more, he babbled a name.
1: Gorman Shira, Gorman Shira, Gorman Shira.
5: I see. Have you tested the technologies you developed to secure and contain this creature?
4: We have prototypes, but without the creature itself on which to try them... No more excuses, Hermes. Director, I think we can pinpoint the creature and test the tech. How? We know almost certainly now what individual types he prefers above others to consume. There will be a gathering of such persons tomorrow night aboard a chartered train. It will travel for hours from Halifax to Toronto, Canada. Ideal timing and location for the hungry one to strike.
5: Go on, how do our operatives get aboard undetected?
4: We infiltrated the trained personnel with one of our own who covertly admits others. And Then, we'll know quickly enough if FCP countermeasures developers succeeded with so little to go on.
5: Likely then, there will be collateral loss on the train. Yet, if SCP fails to secure and contain this gluttonous apparition, he'll soon grow less picky, and we'll all be doomed. Hermes, do what you must. And...
4: Director.
5: And send the storyteller. Every moment he's idle and at his keyboard is another I fear he'll slip up to reveal SCP's presence and affairs to his... Fans.
4: As you wish. Even better, in fact. The Storyteller needn't track the beast. The Hungry One will track him.
5: So, the Storyteller might not return to us. How tragic. And Hermes, I do grow annoyed referring to the Hungry One. When will SCP assign a decent code name?
4: We have, Director, just today.
5: And it is
4: calledmenda What? Now, um, forgive my hasty sign-off director. I have much to manipulate before tomorrow night. Um, How many is out.
3: Exit VR Quantum encryption terminated. Iverse portal disappeared.
6: The Ballad of Big
0: G. Prologue. Halifax Sunset. Cap, would you look at those fiery
1: red sunset clouds? That's
0: magnificent.
1: (sighs) Anything that breathtaking, followed by the sudden arrival of cold, gusty winds, must be an omen of sorts. A good one, I'd say.
6: Captain Radio, Mr. Ward, I'm Daniel Collins. Your conductor and guest liaison for this evening. I just got word that your chartered Transcontinental Terror Express is track and sighting clear, all the way to
1: Toronto. So our catered charter has no need to stop till we reach Toronto. How fortunate.
6: And my crew and staff stand ready to depart Halifax on schedule,
1: at your leisure. Very good, Mr. Collins. We're just waiting for our last guest couple, Steve and Dr. Donna Bellinger, to arrive. This is one fine,
0: shiny piece of modern machinery, Mr. Collins. Is it new? Did you ask, yes. It just passed its shakedown. This is its first passenger model. It's as
6: mechanically, digitally, and power-trained advanced as you'll find. With cutting-edge train car load balancers, it straightens you to turns, so it can average 115 kilometers per hour. In an emergency, it can even fail over to an AI auto engineer, then continue to the 1st preset
0: safe rail stop or do a full and safe emergency stop at the nearest site. C.R., here comes Donna Bellinger. Huh, but she appears to be adorned in her most fetching steveless evening wear. Ugh, Jack puns already. Gonna be a long evening. Mr. Collins, with pleasure, allow me to present to you Dr. Donna Smith Bellinger.
5: Evening, gents, and thank you, Mr. Ward. Before you ask, Steve got called at the last minute to attend another urgent IT team meeting. Something about needing to isolate and deal with some rogue computer code.
1: Major, major bummer, Donna. Sorry, Stevie B. You kicked yourself off tonight's guest list. That may not be the only kick involving Stevie B tonight.
0: Yeah, I'm also down my plus one. Wife's got the flu, but bless her heart, she insisted I attend for us both, and and that I bring you this little cheesecloth satchel of... beads? Beads? <laughs> Not beads,
7: Jack. Chiltepines. Tiny green and red gourmet peppers.
1: Donna, Jack, it's getting really chilly out here, and we need to get on to the Audiodome train car anyway. Mr. Collins, shall we?
6: We shall, Captain. Here, use these express hand seaters if you require anything before I join you.
0: Mr. Ward, Dr. Bellinger, break a leg, I believe is the appropriate wish for tonight. Thanks, Mr. Collins. Your folks are great, and everything is going perfectly. See you in the audio drum.
1: Come on, y'all. Time to board the Transcontinental Terror Express Thanksgiving bonus special. Starring Steve Bellinger, Dr. Donna Smith Bellinger, Lothar Tuppen, Pete Lutz, Jack Ward, David Fontenot, and Richard Summers. Creative Design by Jack Ward, Lothar Tuppen, and Richard Summers. Written, directed, and produced by Richard Summers. Captain Radio in the Fifth Dimension Productions presents The Ballad of Big G.
8: Chapter One
6: Let the Horror Begin.
1: Thank you. So, on our journey this evening, we will hear and enjoy, in startling acoustic excellence within this amazing mobile audio dome, new audio drama horror thrillers, both from your peers and from some newcomers. Whoa! Seems the Express is eager to accelerate into shows. We begin tonight's terrific audio drama card with The Game by John Bell and Becky Beach, an Arado Radio Company production entry in the Seller series and third place winner in the Seller's 2019 scriptwriting contest. Created especially for the World Audio Drama Day 2022. This new production follows a laid-back guy and his prudish date as they visit a fun-loving couple in their home for game night. Some experiments with a Ouija board abruptly lead to the unexpected arrival of an uninvited guest who insists on taking over the evening and a few other things. We'll slowly dim the lights, and in a few moments, we will listen to the game. Jack, go ahead and start. I'm concerned by what just happened with our golly whopping shiny new train. I'm gonna go check things out.
0: You're the host tonight, Captain. So will you be back soon?
1: Well, if not, that's why Mother Nature created pre-recordings.
0: Gotcha. Okay, but stay in touch on the hand receiver and get back stat.
6: The following audio drama is rated PG 13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult.
3: Do you dare to go down into. The Cellar? Welcome to The Cellar. Made especially for Transcontinental Terror 2022. And hosted by... Cadavera Quivery.
2: Freaks, freaks. <laughs> You're just in time. Rodrigo and I are playing a board game. <laughs> oh, I know it sounds old-fashioned, but really, it's a lot of fun. And I invented it myself. I call it Cellaropoly. <laughs> oh, just look at the board. It's pretty much like regular monopoly but reimagined to resemble the features of my beautiful cellar see here this is where it starts you collect 200 corpses when you pass go <laughs> and this spot if you land here you must go directly to the dungeon <laughs> That's where John Bell has his office, one floor below ours. (laughs) Oh, and over here, if your token lands on this spot, you draw a card. I call it the Community Casket. (laughs) Doesn't it look like fun? (laughs) Oh, but I'm afraid Rodrigo is far more skilled at this game than I... Hmm, he's already got tombs and pyramids on most of the major properties. (laughs) What's that? Oh, are you sure you can't play? Mm, Too bad, too bad. But I know why you're here. Come over this way, boys and ghouls, and you'll hear the latest portion of panic from my big book of eerie tales. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) 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 (coughs)
1: Hmm.
2: Oh. <laughs> <coughs> 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 Let's see.
5: <coughs>
2: ah, yes. Here it is. Hmm. <coughs> Well, and what a coincidence that we were playing that game just now. Because tonight's tale deals with a game as well. Let's meet Alton and Sharon, a fun-loving married couple. They've invited their friend Bob and his date Ellen over to their place for some fun and games. (laughs) Are you ready? Just listen. Hi, guys. Come on in. You picked the perfect night for game night. Think we'll lose power? Oh, Sharon. You haven't met Ellen. Ellen, Sharon, Sharon, Ellen. Glad to meet you. Oh, yeah. Charmed, I'm sure. Put your wet stuff in the hall. We've got beers and snacks in the kitchen. Alton!
8: Uh, Just a minute. Be right there.
2: I'm guessing Alton is in there getting his brain ready for the games.
5: Taking a little toot, eh? Toot? Nose candy.
2: Is that anything like gummy worms? Nice visual. Nose running with slimy colored worms.
8: Hey, everybody. Did uh, did Sharon tell you about the beers? I took care of that, Alton. Sharon is the perfect hostess. She's the hostess with the mostest. But if you need anything stronger... No, thanks. I don't drink. Who said anything about drinking? Ellen's a good girl, much to my frustration.
2: What do you mean by that? See? Isn't she sweet? Let's get this thing started. Bring your goodies into the den.
8: Yeah, the den of iniquity. (laughs) Am I to assume that different kinds of games take place in here? Let's just say that you may not want to sit on the sofa until we get it steam cleaned.
7: Ew.
8: What game would be appropriate for a night like this? Clue? Taboo? Strip poker? Tonight's perfect for (laughs) it. How is tonight especially conducive for strip poker. What night
2: isn't? (laughs) There's only one way to start off on a night like this. The Ouija board. All
8: right.
2: But that's not a game.
8: Ellen's right. It's a portent of doom and the release of supernatural evil. (laughs) let's do it. I'm game, so to speak. I don't
2: know. Here's the board. Everybody sit around the table.
8: Now, everybody touch the Um, what is that thing called? Depends on what thing you're wanting all of us to touch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Be nice, Alton.
8: I'll be nicer if you touch my thing.
2: Shut up, Alton. Planchette?
8: Gesundheit. The
7: device you use on a Ouija board is called a planchette. How in the world
8: did you know that?
7: I learned it in church.
8: (laughs) Church? The church of Satan?
2: No, Never. Cool it, Alton. You're upsetting Miss Pius. In
7: church, we learned about things to beware of. You have to be on your guard. There are lots of temptations everywhere. Video games, TV shows, movies.
8: And the worst offender of all, the evil Ouija board. Actually,
7: yes, that's right. Ellen, this is all in
2: fun. It's just a game. It's not a game. It's a party game. We all put our fingers on the thing you push. Planchette, dumb French word. shit, mon ami. And somebody usually takes charge and guides it around. It's, it's a big joke. Are you suggesting that somebody cheats and controls the directions?
8: I'm thinking Satan.
2: Stop, please.
8: <laughs> Come on, Ellen. You can't run around thinking everything fun is evil.
7: I guess not. All right, as
2: long as we try to contact somebody benign.
8: I'm not calling up Billy Graham.
2: How about somebody fun, like Robin Williams? No,
7: he died too... too...
8: Soon?
2: Yes, and not in a good way. There's a good way to die?
8: LSD overdose? (laughs) Now that would be a trip. Come on, Alton. I mean, when would you realize you're dead? Let's just get this started. Let's put our fingers on... Well, you look at that. What? Look at what? The what you could call it. That planchette. It's made out of wood.
2: Yeah, so? They've been plastic for like forever. This is my grandmother's board.
0: It's pretty old. Very impressive. So the early planchettes had such elaborate carvings on them?
2: Carvings? Where? You might not want to look at them very closely, Ellen. They may disturb your sensitive psyche.
0: Let me take a close look.
8: Oh, my God. Pretty wild, huh? Who made these carvings? Your grandmother? That would rock.
2: I have no idea. According to mom, the carvings just appear. Maybe we should play pinochle.
5: It was probably your grandfather.
2: No, grandfather was bedridden at the time. Mom said he would just lay in bed and mumble incoherently. How sad.
8: Maybe it wasn't incoherent mumbling. And you are certainly the expert on incoherence. <laughs> Maybe he was reciting ancient incantations. <laughs> it's
5: not funny.
8: <laughs> oh, loosen up, Ellen. I got something that'll loosen you up. Oh, like the loose screws in your head, Alton? <laughs> Just trying to be the good host. Okay, first things first turn out the lights. Oh, no. Oh, yes, it's required. And I'll keep my hands to myself. Like you do every night you're alone, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Next, fingers on the planchette. All right.
7: Here we go. I really don't like touching it. It's
8: creepy. If it ain't creepy, we ain't doing it right.
5: Come on, Ellen. You can always wash your hands afterwards.
8: If I had a dollar for every time a woman said that to me. All
7: right, all right. Anything to get this over with.
2: Great. All hands
8: on the planchette.
2: Whom should we summon? Somebody nice.
8: Somebody dead.
2: That goes without saying. Any ideas?
8: Your grandfather.
2: Yeah, your crazy grandfather. Maybe we can get the truth about these carvings.
7: Sharon wouldn't want you
2: to disturb her grandfather's rest? (laughs) The hell I wouldn't. That's a great idea.
8: What was his name?
2: Oh, wait, um... Jebediah.
8: You're kidding.
2: Jebediah. I love this
8: guy already. Great. Sharon he's a blood relative of yours. You should do the talking.
2: Everybody picture Jebediah in your minds.
8: We don't know what he looks like. Just picture Sharon with a scraggly beard.
2: <laughs> Just think of his name. Hmm. Jebediah. Jebediah Plowmuller, come to
8: us. What if we get the wrong Jebediah Plowmuller? You seriously think there'd be more than one?
2: Jebediah Plowmuller, can you hear us? Oh my god!
8: It's moving! Keep your fingers on it! Far out!
2: Jebediah Plowmuller, are you here? Do you hear us? Yes. It went to yes! Can we stop now?
8: Ask about the carvings! Yeah, the carvings!
2: Grandfather, this is Sharon. Do you recognize this Ouija board we are using?
8: Here we go, he's, he's taking us to the letters. D... A... N... Dan? Dan Fogelberg? G? Dang? Maybe he's trying to cuss. E? Danger!
7: He's spelling out danger! We should stop, now.
8: Yep, that's where we were going. Ask about the incantation.
7: No, this has gone far enough. Put your fingers back on the planchette, Ellen. No, I'm not doing
8: this anymore. Come on, Miss Buzzkill.
2: No, you'll have to do this without me. Owen. It's okay, Bob, we can do this without her.
8: But you'll miss out. She can watch from the couch and keep an eye out the window for approaching demons. Okay, oh, Alton, that's enough.
2: Should I ask about the incantation?
8: Sure, definitely.
2: I don't care. Majority rules. Grandfather, remember when you'd say things on your deathbed? Yes. Were you trying to tell us something? No. That's odd. What should I ask?
8: Ask if it was incantation. See if we can summon a demon or something.
2: Grandfather, were you reciting an incantation?
8: Yes. All right, have him give it to us.
2: Can you give us the incantation? Yes. Oh my
7: god.
0: It, it's moving. E, D, G, E. It stopped.
8: Edge? That's not much of an incantation. We're moving again. P-L-A... Somebody get a pen and paper.
2: Ellen, on the desk.
7: I refuse to be part of this. For God's sake, Ellen, get a pencil and paper.
2: C-H...
7: Planchette.
2: It's spelling planchette. E-T... She's right. We have edge and planchette. The edge of the planchette. Let me look.
8: There's writing here. Does it say copyright 1700 by Grandpa Parker? It's in some other language. Planchette goes back on the board. Fingers back on the planchette. Ask about the words, Sharon.
2: These words, Grandfather, do they summon somebody? Who does it summon, Grandfather? Grandfather, I don't think he's going to answer.
5: I guess we're done then.
2: Then take your fingers off that evil thing.
0: Fingers off? What do you think it would
8: summon? Demons, man. It's always demons. Oh my God. What, what is it? You scared the snot out of me. The board, the
2: planchette. What about it? It's moving. Holy crap. It stopped on
8: A. Who's doing this? Sharon, did you rig something up?
2: Shut up. In. G. Make it stop.
7: Make it stop now before it's too late.
2: E.
8: L. It stopped again. Did you see what it spelled out? Angel. Angel? What the hell? Why would he say angel? That, that's a good thing, right, Ellen?
7: An angel? Nothing good comes from evil.
8: Except really good sex. <laughs> well, <laughs> we have an incantation, should we? Oh, yes. Let's do it. Go ahead. Go ahead? You want
7: us to do this? No, but you'll do it anyway. And we're already cursed. We're not
8: cursed. Speak for yourself, man. I think I got crabs.
2: You're not funny, Alton.
8: Don't you want to know where I got them from? Shut up, Alton. Here's the check.
0: Who should read it? You read it, Bob. Uh, okay. All right, I'll read it.
8: Righteous! Talk about foreshadowing!
0: It, it uh... Bunado. Sic. Lostis. Pardine?
8: Nothing happened.
7: Seems evil has a previous engagement.
8: Eta Bunado. Sic. Lostis. Pardine. Eta Bunado.
7: Oh my god,
2: (laughs) who could that be?
8: Who do you think?
2: (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Who's. Going to answer it. This is is your mess
8: and your house. I'll get it. Bad idea. I'll get it. Yes.
6: Hi. Um. Hi. What do you want? I'm selling paranormal disaster insurance. Anybody interested? What? Shut the door. I'm the top salesman. (laughs) I'm pulling your leg. Can I come in? Not until you tell us what kind of stunt you're trying to pull. I will once I'm inside.
8: Don't let him in. I didn't. I I mean, I didn't think I did. Hello, all.
6: Having fun? Mister, if
2: you don't tell us who you are right now. Didn't
6: you summon an angel? Angel? An angel is in the house. All rejoice. Hallelujah. Get him out of here. Ellen, Ellen, Ellen. I thought you believed in angels.
8: Don't talk to me. But angels are good, aren't they?
6: There are two different kinds of angels. Right, Ellen? Just shut up. There's heavenly angels. And, come on, Ellen. And... Fallen. Fallen. Excellent. That's 100 points on Ellen's scoreboard. This isn't a game. Isn't it? Isn't this game night? Let's play a game.
0: Five's a crowd, dude. I think you should leave. <gasps>
6: The door is closed. It would be inhospitable to ask me to leave now, and we're going to have so much fun.
2: Where are you going? To your game
6: closet of course Oh my, what a collection! Monopoly you know takes forever and who has forever to spare? <laughs> Clue no, nobody here has one. Ah, here we are. Slides and steps. That's a little kid's game. Then it's just your speed, Alton. (laughs) Let's put it on the table, but first let's clear it off. Huh. Ouija board. Useless crap. (laughs) Gather round,
8: everybody. Look, pal. I don't know who you are, but you can't just come in here and... Gather round, everybody. Everybody. Uh, Gather round, folks.
6: You too, Ellen. No,
7: I'm not participating.
6: You don't want to be a party pooper, do you?
7: Yes, I'm not playing.
6: But you weren't a party pooper last Christmas, were you? What? The party at Susan's house. Oh, you were the life of the party. Well, not the main party, but down in the basement with... Shut up.
5: Ah, oh, I'll
7: play.
6: Ellen? What's this about? Water under the bridge, Bob. Right, Ellen? Or under the ping pong table?
8: Hmm? I thought I'd play. Perfect. Now,
6: here are the rules.
8: We, uh, we know
6: the rules. I mean my rules. Can I go to the bathroom? No, you may not go shove bravery up your nose. As you know, the object is to reach the top of the board. If you land on steps, you get to go up higher. If you land on a slide, you slide lower. We know the rules. Patience, Bob. You need more patience. Like the patience to write your own college thesis. How did you? You've always had a way with words, Bob. Some of them are actually yours. My god. Yes, your god. Nice guy. You'll all meet him someday. Maybe soon. Get a haircut.
8: Don't cry, Ellen.
6: This is some sort of uh, joke. And we all love a good joke, don't we? I know you do, Alton. Yeah, I'm always up for a good laugh. You are always up, that's true. But it was really funny what you've been putting in your date's drinks. Now, hold on. But romance is romance, right, Romeo? Where were we? Oh, yes, my rules. Here's the wager. If all four humans make it to the top of the board before the angel, then everybody lives. Lives? A long and happy, fruitful life, devoid of any guilt that you may richly deserve. Right, Sharon?
2: Go to hell.
6: Been there. Done that. Got the t-shirt. Speaking of which, your shirt collection continues to grow. Shut up. So many nice blouses and skirts and purses. So few receipts. Would you please hurry up and do what you're planning to do? Where are my manners? As I was saying, four humans to the top before the angel. Boom. Game over. But if the angel beats even one of the humans, you all lose. Sound fair? Define lose. Oh, all the usual stuff in all that boring literature. The pit of hell sucking you down for eternal flames, evisceration, screams, torment, the whole jolly mess.
7: And if I refuse to play?
6: Well, you could lose by default. But what fun would that be? No, if you didn't play... I'd have to roll the dice for you. Would you trust me to do that? Hmm? So, if you'd rather get under the table... I'll play, I'll play! Wait, what happens if you lose? Me? (laughs) Lose? (laughs) You should see my track record. A game has winners and losers. What if you lose? Oh, fine. If I lose... (laughs) then I disappear down the aforementioned pit of hell, and none of you ever sees me again.
7: Word of honor? Honor? This is important. Word of honor?
6: (sighs) Yes, yes, word of honor, blah, blah, blah. Can we get started, please? Who has the dice? I've got the dice.
8: Who goes first?
6: Oh, no, 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 no. Those dice will never do. So ordinary, So, so Parker Brothers... We'll use
8: my dice.
5: Play with loaded dice? Do you
8: think we're insane?
6: Of course I do. You're humans, aren't you? But these dice are not loaded. Ah, That was a very succinct comment from such a fine writer. (laughs) No, these dice are not loaded. They just make the game more interesting. Enough babble. Time to start. I'll go first. Why you? They're my dice you want me to take them and go home?
8: Yes!
6: Oh, yes! <laughs> this is so much fun. Here we go.
8: Those dice are
6: more lit up than me. I got a seven. One, two, three, four. Oh, look. I'm on a safe spot, the playground. I'll play on the swings while you roll. Bob, you're
8: next. All right. Five. One, two, three, four, five. I'm at the lollipop tree. Anybody want Skittles?
2: Not now, Alden. Actually, I could use some. I'll
6: take any red ones you don't want. Ellen, your roll.
7: Nine. One, two, three, four, five. You'll
2: you'll land on the steps.
6: You'll get to go up three levels. Well done, Elle! Your turn, Al. Six. One, two, three, four, five,
8: six. I'm in the garden. How appropriate. Sharon?
2: Two. A lousy two.
6: And a go back to start space. Zero gain share. Bummer. <laughs> my turn, my turn. Twelve. What are the odds? And look, I land on the stairs. I go up one more level. Zoom! (laughs) Hello, Helen. I'm right behind you.
8: Eight. One, two, three, four. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, bad
6: luck, Bobby. You landed on a slide. Lucky for you, this slide only goes back a few spaces. Here you go.
7: Ah! Bob, what is it? Dude! (sighs) the house is on fire! What? Put it out! No, it isn't. It is! It is! I can feel it!
8: There's no fire, man. It's all in your head. No, it's all in my butt! (laughs) Oh, those slides can get pretty hot in the
6: summer, can't they? You! Cool down, Bobby boy. If you can't stand the heat, stay off the slides. Ellen? No, please. Forfeiting your turn? There's a penalty.
7: I'll roll. I'll roll. Seven. One, two, three, four. Oh, thank God.
6: Ellen's doing well, sitting in the pond. She's much cooler than Bob, I'd say. <laughs> My roll. <laughs> six. That's your second six in a row, Alti. Gee, what do you suppose would happen if you got a six on your next turn? Six, six, six. Where have I heard that before? The mark of the beast. How quaint! Do you suppose the beast has 666 as a tramp stamp? Move your little
8: green marker, Alton. Huh? What? Move. Six spaces. Oh, right. Uh, One, two, three. Ladder! What a
6: streak of luck you're all having! Everybody is in the middle of the board. Well, except you, Sharon. Here's your chance to be moving on up to the
2: east side to a deluxe apartment in the sky. Hell wouldn't be as bad as your singing. Damn it. Oh,
6: deja vu, another two. You're not setting a good example for the rest of your team, Cher. My turn. Papa needs a new pair
8: of cloven shoes. Look, I got a one. You got a one with two dice? How, how did- One.
6: There. Nice and safe on the grassy knoll.
8: Where? My god, it is. The grassy knoll.
6: I rolled. I took a shot. Didn't get far. Who's next? Please slides.
0: Please those slides. Ten. One. Two. Three.
6: Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Don't be a slowpoke, Bob. Oh, look, you're at another slide. Ready to zip down a level? No. No, please, no. Here you go. Whee!
2: Uh, Am I there? Almost.
6: Getting to the bottom.
2: It didn't burn.
6: It didn't... Now. (laughs) Bob, your chair...
2: It's collapsed. Are you hurt, Bob? Oh, my back. Can you move? I think so. little.
6: Like they say, it's not the drop. It's the sudden stop at the bottom. You're up, Ellen.
7: Five. Move me five.
6: Your wish is my command. Oh, look. You're safe in the... I don't care where the hell I am. Oh my, what would your congregation think of you now? You'll answer to
7: God for this.
6: Somebody will, that's for sure. Alton, ready for that third six? Alton, your turn.
2: Alton.
5: Did he fall asleep in his chair?
2: Alton, wake up. Oh my god, he's not breathing. Alton, wake up, man! He's dead. He's not dead. He's just out of it. He overdosed. I know it.
6: (laughs) Oh, this is rich. This is just wonderful. Timothy Leary there takes the ultimate trip. And that means he can't roll and he can't make it to the top.
2: Calling 911. My phone. What's wrong with it?
6: Phones are such a distraction. They're all on hold for a while. And poor Alton, I suppose, will be on hold indefinitely.
7: No, that's not how it works.
6: Those are the rules.
7: Not your rules. Remember, you were going to roll for me, so somebody can roll for Alton.
6: Well, hello, Perry Mason. Okay, one free roll for Alton, but not you, me.
7: The hell it's you.
6: Well put, but still, my rules My roll.
7: I'll kill you,
6: you dead bastard!
7: Bob, no. He can roll for Alton. What? He gave his word of honor that he would give an honest roll. Didn't you?
6: Indeed, I did.
7: All angels must abide by their word of honor. Even fallen
6: ones. You know, I could get to like you, Ellen. In another time, another place. Just roll. This roll is for the late Alton. May he rest in pieces. Six. (laughs) Oh, Load up the irony into a big box. Alton has ordered it to go. Let's see what it got him. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Oh. Well, look at that. Steps. Steps that go all the way up to the top. Alton is home free. In more ways than one. One down, three to go. Sharon, your turn. Let's see if you can get off
8: the start space.
2: What is that? 12?
8: It looks like 13.
6: What wonderful rolls you humans are getting. A big 13 for Sharon.
2: But that's impossible.
6: Sharon, look where the 13 puts you.
2: Is that steps?
6: Not just any steps. Check the fine print.
2: Move to top of board. Oh, my God. I made it.
6: Congratulations, Sharon. Now sit tight and see how your other two compadres fare. What are you up to? Moi? I'm up to about halfway, and I'm getting so nervous. How about it, Bob? Think you can reach the highest heights?
8: Why are you doing this?
6: I'm not doing anything, Bobo Link. Just roll. I know you're up to some.
8: Roll. Five.
6: Allow me. One, two, three, four, oh. Oh, steps. That's a nice change of pace for you, Bob. It's the same space the poor lamented Alden landed on earlier. Maybe it should be steam-cleaned before you land on it. (laughs) I go to the top. I've won. Indeed you have. Three down, one to go.
7: You planned it this way.
6: Did I? That's quite a stone to throw, Miss Sinless.
7: Give me the dice.
6: Roll them in good health. Where are you going, child?
7: Here's what I think of your dice, Lucifer.
6: No! Go out and get them this instant! I won't, and you can't either. Bob, save Ellen some grief and go get the dice. Why don't you go get them? My rules! Go get them. Now!
7: Don't move, Bob. I know a few facts about rules. If the angel leaves the premises before the agreement is finished, he can't come back.
6: Is that true? Go get the dice! Go! Is that true?
7: On your honor, fallen angel.
6: Yes.
7: Well then, in lieu of your dice, I opt to use the standard Parker Brothers dice.
6: This isn't fair.
7: Fair? You talk of fair? This is where your plans go awry, angel. Eleven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I made it all the way to the top, the winner's space, with everybody else.
6: What? That's not... I mean, the deal was... If all four
7: humans beat the angel to the top, the humans win. Isn't that right?
6: Yes, it is. Damn you.
7: Now, the pit of hell, please. What? Pit of hell, remember?
6: Oh, right. The agreement. You know, Ellen, you'd make a fine lawyer. We have a lot of those where I come from.
7: The pit. Now.
6: Okay, don't get your panties in a wad. Again. Step back. Gotta admit, that's pretty impressive. Jump. Jump? Jump into the pit. We've heard from two of you. Alton? Oh, that's right. He checked out. How about you, Ellen? Should I jump
2: in? No. What? No?
7: I said no because the humans didn't win.
8: (laughs) We won. I I saw us win. She's
7: cracking up, Bob. Our guest has a little secret. Don't you, Angel?
6: As you know, I must tell the truth. I'm not an angel at all, or a demon, or a devil. I'm a convenience store manager.
0: What the hell are you talking
6: about? I had a few, shall I say, points against me in this life, which the real angel agreed to remove if I helped her out. Her?
7: Yes. Oh, the looks on your faces. I've been planning this for
2: oh so long. But he said he was an angel. He said it. He lied.
6: Uh, 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 I said that there was an angel in the house. I was referring to Ellen here.
7: And since our person previously known as Angel here is human and didn't make it to the top before I did, I win. Ellen,
2: oh my god, your face. What's happening to your face?
7: A little reconstructive surgery.
2: Grandfather?
7: Think Think back, back, Sharon. When did we first meet?
2: When? Uh, I I can't. Oh, yes. A few years back, right after my... After my grandfather died. It's nice when the
7: family gets back together, isn't it? Okay, enough dilly-dally. You are both mine. All mine. Into the pit with you. Chop-chop. You can't make us! Bob, Bob, Bob. Have you learned nothing? Watch
8: this. What's going on? What's happening? Alton's alive. Temporarily. Toodles!
7: Did you enjoy that, Sharon? After that gift you gave him, I figured you might. I'll
4: kill you. Me first! No, 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 no. I'd like to say it's
7: been fun, Bob.
4: And it has. It's been a blast. See you
7: in the funny paper. I hate for this evening to end. I should have taken
6: selfies. So, we're square, right? I'm off the hook?
7: You, Mr. Slurpee Seller, are off the hook.
6: Good. So I'll just be heading out...
7: However... What? You made a new deal.
6: New deal?
7: Could we get the instant replay from the booth, please?
6: (sighs) Oh, fine. If I lose, (laughs) then I disappear down the aforementioned pit of hell, and none of you ever sees me again.
7: Word of honor? Honor? This is important. Word of
6: honor? (sighs) Yes, yes. word of honor, blah, blah, blah. Can we get started, please? I, I I just said that to get the game going.
7: Word of honor. That's what you said, Bouvela.
6: I didn't mean it. I was playing along.
7: We all must abide by our word of honor. No! Ah! I really must do this again sometime. Hmm. This Ouija board won't do anybody any good here anymore. I think I'll gather it up and put it back in its box and drop it off to the church thrift store. Then, just wait for the call. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh now, don't be a sore loser, my pet. I, oh, (laughs) hello fiends, welcome back. As you can see, the tables have turned somewhat in our game of cellar cellaropoly. I was a little shrewder than I let on. Yes. Oh, and speaking of shrewd, wasn't our gal Ellen quite the evil game's mistress? (laughs) She certainly had me fooled. (laughs) So, that was called, appropriately enough, (laughs) The Game, and was written by John Bell, the lovely man whose office is one floor down, and Becky Beach. It was the third prize winner in the 2019 Cellar Script Writing Competition and episode two of our 2022 mini-series. We hope you enjoyed it and will join us again for our next exciting story. And so, until then, this is your dear Kadavra reminding you, don't take candy from stranglers!
3: The Cellar is produced and directed by Pete Lutz The theme was composed and performed by Tom Rory Parsons Our cast consisted of the following players Dana Gonsalves as Bob Pete Lutz as Alton Angela Young as Sharon Rachel Pulliam as Ellen and John Bell as The Stranger Could ever a quivery is played by Angela Young This is Robin Robbins speaking The Cellar is a 63 audio production mixed and mastered in Corpus Christi, Texas Join us again soon for another episode of The Cellar.
5: Uh, 63 Audio.
6: This is Mutual. Tuesday Terror really gets the nerves on edge and gives you a nice, healthy fear of the dark. For a change, catch Bells in the Bat Free, where your nerves will still be on edge, but with a nice, healthy fear of bad puns, silly situations, and absurd plots. Bells in the Bat Free, in Friday Follies and every other week in Sunday Showcase. Just keep telling yourself it's only a podcast. It's only a podcast.